Welcome to the Five Peace Podcast, where we discuss all things productivity, purpose, possibilities, prayer, and pressure. I'm your host, Jessica, and I'm so excited you decided to listen to us today. The podcast's primary purpose is to help you confidently live your best life while pursuing your God-given purpose. So, if that's your thing, stay tuned. Today, I will be joined by a dynamic group of ladies. Each lady is building thriving businesses while offering hope and inspiration. What I love most about each of them is their genuine hearts and unique perspectives. I don't want to spoil the conversation, so stay tuned to learn more about each of them. But before we dive into today's podcast, make sure you're following the podcast and also rate us on whatever streaming service you're using to listen to us. Also, connect with us on Instagram using the at symbol, the number 5PS podcast. That's at 5 podcast all right so let's jump into the conversation okay so i'm really excited to be joined by an awesome group of ladies today we have brooke from true to her we have marquita from image bears and we have danielle from affirm you so welcome to the five keys podcast ladies (laughs) so if you've been following us on instagram you've are probably familiar with these ladies, but we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna start out with some intros. These are ladies you really want to get to know. So let's start out. I'm gonna go in alphabetical order. So Brooke, would you like to give an introduction about who you are and about your business? Good evening, everyone. So my name is Brooke Langley. I am the founder of True to Her. It's a women's empowerment business. I um, have motivational t-shirts. I have a blog where I feature other women who are doing inspiring things in in their community or just anyone who is on a journey that they would like to share with others. I try to feature them on the blog and that's pretty much it. I'm from North Carolina. I have four girls and I'm, my husband's name is David and um, I'm going to school to get my master's. So that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Love it. All righty. So Danielle. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Danielle. As Jessica mentioned, uh, Danielle Boyd. I am a um, wife, mom. I believe in Jesus Christ, and that is the basis for my business, which is Affirm You. Um, It is a faith and lifestyle um, brand committed to affirming women where they are on their way to becoming who God created them to be. And we will be in the process of a rebrand this summer. and right now I'm working on unveiling um, an online accessory shop, um, daily becoming accessories, hopefully coming to your e-commerce <laughs> lane soon. Um, I hope it's in the coming week, if not mid-July. So be on the lookout for that. Um, I've always been a fan of jewelry, um, you know, more so costume jewelry, of course, affordable jewelry, jewelry and things that you can use to spice up your attire and as a, a mom and wife and just around the way girl, um, I, I, I find myself definitely gearing everything I do towards the same type of woman. So that is the uh, basis of my business. And Jessica, thanks for having me. Yes, it's always a pleasure to talk to y'all. I'm excited. All right. So Marquita, last but not least. Good evening, everyone. Um, my name is Marquita Jones. I am a believer. I'm a wife, a mom to three. 
awesome and amazing and very much active boys. Um, I'm the founder of Image Bears, which is a lifestyle brand. And we basically, uh, what we do is we spread hope. And that is what a lot of people need. And we encourage people to realize who they are in Christ, who they are and whose they are, because we are indeed image bearers. So that is a little bit about me. And Jessica, thank you for having me. Yes. Thanks, y'all, for running through who you are. Now I want to just talk about how did you get into your business? So let the audience hear your your plight to starting your business and yeah what what was that critical moment to say like okay now is the time to launch I would say um I've always been the listener out of my friends I love making people feel good feel important being a listening ear more so than sharing about myself I like to make people feel like they're being heard inspiring people and motivating people so with me doing that all the time with my friends I said this could be something that I do with the world like it's women all over who need inspiration it's women all over that could inspire others so just wanting to connect women to inspire each other motivate each other uplift empower um that was kind of the driving force. And I would say the pandemic gave me time to sit down and like put action behind all those stuff. I love it. And um, similar to Brooke, I have um, some of the same rationale or, you know, path towards entrepreneurship. I mean, I think that what we're all doing and what we all have in common is that we are bringing hope. And that's not something that you find is a really tough market to be in because nobody's, you know, everybody's looking for the controversy or, you know, things that, <laughs> you know, are not what we're bringing to the table. So it is a leap. And um, I've always considered myself a risk taker. So, but I wish that I would have taken risk a lot sooner in life. But like Brooke said, the pandemic hitting and allowing me time to sit down and actually put things into action and, um, just go, just move. So I would, I would say that that's how I um, came into this entrepreneurial journey. And of course, still learning every day and figuring it out, but actually very much enjoying myself and, and being open to taking more risk um, as well. I mean, along with Brooke and Danielle, um, my journey to entrepreneurship has been a bit of a roller coaster if you will, um, just with the highs and lows, um, still learning a lot. We are still infants, if you will, uh, when it comes to owning and, and having a business, we're still infants. So we're still learning a whole lot. Uh, we're still drinking milk, <laughs> if you will. Um, but it has been interesting and it has been um, fun. Um, I know Danielle says she's a bit of a risk taker. I guess I, I would consider myself a reserved risk taker. I, I don't know if that's a thing, but I um, basically, um, I take risks, but I'm, it takes me a minute to get there. So I'm a little more cautious when it comes to making decisions. But 
Um, I'm enjoying the journey and I'm looking forward to what is to come. Right. I, those are some good points, being willing to take the risk. So when you think about just your most audacious goal for your business, like where, are, where do y'all see yourselves heading? That was a little country, but y'all got what I was saying. Where, where do you see yourself going? Like, what does the, the vision look like for you? Let's put it out here, y'all, because we're going to work towards this. Yeah, I mean, you, does it matter who goes? No, just um, I'll jump in, yeah. So I would say for me, the, the vision is scary. And the reason why I say that, I, I think a lot of times, if you've ever just sat, and talk to God about your business and where you would like it to go. And it's almost like you're just such a dreamer, if you will. Um, I just, I see us, you know, impacting a lot of youth, um, maybe even having a youth center um, in the future. And that is so scary to even just speak it, you know, and put it out there. But um, yeah, that's that's what I see us doing. Um, really homing in on the youth and the young people because they're our future leaders. They're the future pastors. I, I, everything, you know. So they're who we really need to pour into. So mm -hmm. there it is. I <laughs> I put it out there. Listen, you put it out there. So when it happens, I'm going to be able to say y'all heard it here first. <laughs> I, I love that, Marquita. Um, I guess um, it's a great question, Jessica, because I find myself a little all over the place, um, as, especially as of late. I think getting back to normalcy and, and being back at work and so forth has definitely thrown some challenges um, in my way. I don't know how the other ladies are feeling about that. But I honestly would love to become a household name from a multimedia standpoint. So it's, it's you know, repackaging and presenting myself in a way to where it's not about Danielle, but it's related to me, but other bringing other women on board where they are. I'm still being relatable, um, providing content, uh, I know I've spoken with Jessica before about my desire, my dream to actually start a podcast. So um, definitely wanting to just branch out and create those strings that everyone talks about, but not to the extent that it doesn't make sense. Y'all understand what I'm saying? You know, yeah. not having my hand in so many things to where I can't come back to center. Um, so that that's my big scary goal. Right. So so you're strategic about it though. I, I like that. You know, sometimes people can just throw so many things out there and you then you start to struggle with brand identity issues. But when you go back down to purpose, right? It helps you remain focused on the thing. Like your assignment may change, but your purpose isn't gonna change. I love it. So Brooke, I would love to have like a true to her community, different states, and venture into the women's shelters, speaking at schools, things like that, just to empower and uplift the women that need it. And 
coming together with different brands like we're doing here on the podcast and just giving pouring into the people in the community that need it on a um, daily basis. I think that is where I'm at right now. I, I, when I think about True to Her, we have t-shirts, but I think it's just, it's more than that. It's more about wanting women to really live a true to her life and be true to themselves and the women in their communities and in their life, because I feel like that would be a good thing for women all over. Let me tell y'all, what I love most about this group here, like it's a genuine sisterhood, listeners, because we've, we've never met in person, right? This is something that has happened organically through social media. And our foundation has been a desire to just inspire and empower other people to be their best selves. Like we're all trying to do that in different ways. So when I see Brooke in her true to her and the mission that she stands for and the vision she has for her business and Danielle and what she's doing with the firm, you and all of the other things she has coming down the pipeline, the Marquita and image bears is all based in faith with a goal to inspire and empower people. So I feel like y'all are going to win. Y'all know I'm everybody's hype person. So as y'all were talking, I'm, you know, I'm trying to hear these goals out so that we can hold each other accountable and so that we can, people can come back to this podcast and say, again, I heard it here first. So this is just the beginning of great things. But just speaking about beginnings and early start, were y'all interested in being entrepreneurs and launching businesses when you were younger so you know thinking back to elementary school or middle school or even high school did you dream about owning your own business I can't say that I dreamed about it but I always felt like I was supposed to be this sounds you know I don't want it to sound puffed up but like I was supposed to be out front of something in something um so I've always kind of had that nudging and Jessica just to go back you know thank you for creating this platform. And I would say it's nice to be able to be in a space where you can speak out, speak up and, you know, say your dreams and goals in in an environment that's supportive and non-threatening and non-judgmental, which is extremely important in business, especially for women in business. But, you know, to go back to your question, I can't say that I've always dreamed of, of being an entrepreneur, but Leadership, yeah, for sure. It's just kind of always been a part of me um, for as long as I can remember, honestly. You know what? I think so. So, y'all, Danielle, if you're hearing Danielle's voice, she was on a podcast a few months ago, I think. And one thing that I took from Danielle's leadership direction is the power of no. And if you are a good leader, you need to be able to say no. So, She's a natural born leader. So Brooke Marquita, like what has your experience been prior to actually launching? Has this always been a goal for you? Not for me, not entrepreneurship. I think I always wanted to bring people together. I think I even did that as I, when I was younger. So just, and in order to do that network and bring people from different places together, you have to, I guess, be on front street out there know people and be someone that 
they genuine, they like you as a person. You might motivate them, inspire them. They might see a little bit of them in you. So just, I think that's more so what I always dreamed of doing, which kind of pushed me into entrepreneurship. I love that. And I definitely can see it because I do feel like you have like that warm, calming spirit where where people get feel comfortable, you know, just sharing and feeling secure enough to share whatever they're going through and their goals and even the challenges they may be facing. Yeah. So Marquita, what, what has that looked like for you? I would say like Brooke, entrepreneurship was never something that I thought I would strive towards, um, if you will. But growing up, I've always been put in leadership positions, even though I wanted to basically be in the background. If my if somebody asked me my opinion or my an idea or whatever, and I would give it nine times out of ten, they would go with my idea, and then I would end up leading you know, the project or whatever the case may be. I did sell candy one time in high school, but that didn't quite work out because I started eating the candy. Come but, on, candy lady. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that venture didn't work out. But yeah, I've always been an encourager as well. Um, I've always, even in the midst of me going through, I was always, and I've always been able to encourage other people and I, I guess in a sense, in me encouraging other people, it kind of helped me in my situation. So, yeah. So let's talk about that for a second, because the common thread here is being able to inspire and encourage other people. But how do you yourself handle challenges when, you know, if everyone is coming to you to pull from you, how do you turn around and pour out to other people if you're not being, you know, build yourself like? So what does that look like for you? It's tough. It can be very tough. Um, and I feel like this is just how my perspective on it. I feel like a lot of times those who are the encouragers, they're often overlooked. And people may feel like they don't need encouraging or they may feel like they're the strong one, so they're okay. Um, But a lot of times, I mean, your cup gets close to empty, you know, and it's kind of hard to, to continue to pour when you barely have enough in your cup. So it's, I mean, for me, I have to recharge myself. I have to pray or I have to just get away you know just sit in nature sit at the park you know and just take a moment because when you when you're being pulled that it all the time it can be tough you know it, it can be tough but as an encourager we understand that we have to be there to encourage. So it's kind of like you get away to try to recharge your battery real quick because you know that something else is fixing to come up, you know? So, yeah. I think um, that's a good question because I'm still trying to figure that out. I think even if you um, 
look at true to her Instagram now, it's not really consistent with posting lately. And that's more so because the cup was empty and trying to figure out how to fill it up. Um, you know, like Danielle was saying earlier with the world opening back up, going back to work, a lot of different factors coming in that pull from you. It, it gets to be a lot. So I'm still trying, I don't have the answer to that just yet because I'm still trying to work through being able to support my business while supporting myself and my family and my career. So um, that's still something I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, the balancing act is, <laughs> I can't even tell you how many balls I've been dropping um, over the past few weeks. And I felt like, you know, it was, it's like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. But I'm like, no, I, can, I cannot do this. I have to press pause. And I'm really, I'm normally really good about setting boundaries, but I think that I got ahead of myself. Um, and like Brooke said, it's definitely something that I'm, still trying to figure out, but also wanting to establish more systems and things like that, putting things in place to, you know, if, if, if a pause is necessary on my end, because we're all, you know, well, I know I'll speak for myself. I'm a one woman show. I think most of us to, for, you know, for the most part are, we're, we're operating um, out of our, you know, our own storehouse, like Marquita was talking about. Um, so just trying to figure out how to put things in place to assist. I know that I can do a better job with planning. Um, I'm, I'm pretty decent with organization, but the planning part, I do struggle with a little bit. So for me, it's going back to, okay, Danielle, this is what you can do and this is what you can't do. And reminding myself of that. And I think Brooke also brought up, and she was speaking about just being relatable helping people to understand those that you're trying to reach helping them to understand too hey i'm a person too you know mm -hmm. i'm a human too i'm a wife too i'm a mom too i'm this too i'm that too and um yeah as much as i want to pour into you um this is probably what i can give and i hope that's okay and if not then that's okay <laughs> you know um, we'll have to figure out how our relationship is going to continue to work or not work um so yeah um the balancing act is, is definitely something that I personally have been struggling with, but wanting to improve in. Y'all, listen, that's so good. I know I always say that, but I think it's because it's so real. And oftentimes, especially when, you know, in the Instagram world, like the social media world, everything looks perfect, right? And people aren't realizing all of the things you're balancing. Like you still have your family first priority. You have, well, you have yourself first priority, right? <laughs> um, then you have your family. You still have your career. You still have like your immediate family who, you know, I don't know if you guys have like family around you where they may need some type of support. And even with that, it's like understanding what's feasible and what not to do. So y'all know, like, I'm big on planning, horrible on boundaries. <laughs> I will plan and not put boundaries. And I think that's the thing that I'm learning this year is that it's okay to say no. Um, it's okay to cancel plans. And the show will still go on. I'm one of those people by nature. I like to people please. Like, I try not to, but I, 
again, it's that encourager. You want to see people thrive. You want to see people do good. And being in business, I think one of the things I struggle with in really taking taking my brands to the next level is prioritizing my work because I can do the same work for other people, right? So you have your career, then you have your skill set that you could be applying to your job and then overextending yourself because other people need it. So how, how do y'all set boundaries? Like knowing all of the things that we've talked about here today. So like beyond setting boundaries, how do you make sure the people around you understand where you're at? So like, how do your families and your friends, how do they view your business and how do they actually participate, if at all? Because that's another thing too. Like a lot of people launch businesses and they expect their families to jump in and be their first supporters. And that doesn't always happen. When I tell you, uh, that was a big lesson that I had to learn about feeling like your family is going to be behind you 100% and be your main supporters. You do have those in your family that will support, but a lot of times your family, uh, what do they call, I guess, what would they say, sympathy supporters or like they cheer for you when you're starting and then kind of fade, kind of fade out, you know? I will say that, especially what we have, like you said, is organic. And I really appreciate this group of ladies on here right now. I have learned so much from you all. Um, when it comes to boundaries, Jessica, I, I, I don't know what that is. I'm still, <laughs> I, I don't know what that is. I, I often, overextend myself and trying to like that yes say balance it all and you juggling and you like oh man I can commit to this I think I can do that and then you find yourself you committed to 10 things in a day and you're just like then you're stressed out trying to figure out how you're going to manage it you know and then I feel like when we do that, we're not giving anything 100% mm-hmm. because we're, we're trying to juggle. Okay, I'm, I'm going to do a little bit here and then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do that and then I can give a little bit more time here and then I can come back and add a little bit more. It is so hard, you know? So Danielle, teach me what boundaries are because I, I am We need struggling. a master class. We need a master class. The first thing I would say, Marquita, is, and Jessica, and anybody else, stop measuring your boundaries by someone else's boundaries. So, you know, what what I feel like I can manage and what I I communicate, I communicate without communicating. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but I I mean, I think some people just like, okay, we're not going to understand you to do that because we already know what time it is. But no. I think that, you know, what you feel comfortable with is not what I would feel comfortable with or what Jessica or Brooke, I think as women, a lot of times we are often kind of setting our expectation based on our neighbor. And there's nothing wrong with that, especially when you're in a group of go-getters and women that you aspire to be like and 
you know, so forth and so on. But that is a fatal error because like you said, Marquita, then you start picking up all this stuff because you see she's over here doing this and she's like, it's like, okay, it looks like something that I can do when truthfully you already know, like you already know that your plate is full and your calendar is slammed. So, I mean, I'm definitely not an expert in the whole boundary setting thing. I think, I think it's just the know that you all probably have to get better at too. And not feeling guilty, not feeling guilty about the know. (laughs) Get us right together. Yeah, you you gotta you have to relieve yourself of that guilt because you know you're saying yes to all this stuff. It 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 will will. hunt you because that's that's not of God. It it is not. I have said yes all the time and feeling like the whole time I'm just like I really just can't handle this, but then speaking to the person because you have that fear of letting them down you know i've i've done that so many times the people pleasing and and the lord is delivering me you usually don't care though no you're stressed out you're you're laid out you're you know and they're living their best life because something that they should have been doing because they knew that you would say yes and take it off their plate then they're living their best life at your expense. So, you know. <laughs> Listen, y'all, that's probably the biggest thing that I've learned because I, I don't have the boundary thing to set. And so even like, you know, my regular job, like I'm, I try to say, okay, this is what we're working on. And, you know, like what's the top priority? Where can we, re- where do we need to spend the most time? And are we just doing busy work? But when it comes down to family and friends, Usually, I'll get so anxious about something. Yeah, I know the Bible tells us to be anxious for nothing, right? And though you know, you know the word, but yeah, I'll be so anxious, y'all. Like I'll be pacing through the house trying to figure out, like you know, praying, like God, let them, you know, let let them come up. My husband will tell y'all, like dramatic. Y'all leading up to the situation, other people counsel on me, so I'll be all of this stuff when I just put a call or text and say, you know what, I can't do it. Like it, it's all of that for nothing. So Danielle, you're right. Just say no will probably save you a lot of stress. Like, you know, it won't cause wrinkles in your face and won't age you because you're doing the absolute most. Yeah. Especially when you're really trying to take your business to the next level. Or, you know, if you're not a business owner, it could just be managing your day-to-day household well. Like, if you're over committing yourself to things outside of your house and you're not able to focus on the things that are most important to you and that bring you peace, Saying no will help that. I know this. I just need to implement this. <laughs> peace. That's what we need. Peace. Do what's going to bring you peace. Right. That's because otherwise, why are you doing it? And I think True. even the perception of owning businesses, let me just talk about it here. I think a lot of times, you know, I, I like how we started out and we started talking about our vision for our businesses and what motivates us. Because it's not necessarily, you know, making X, Y, Z amount of money, which is good because we believe in success. We believe the cattle, a thousand hills are here so they can be ours, right? Go ask. But (laughs) the biggest thing is just to make sure that you have peace with your purpose and that you're not trying to piece together your purpose based on what somebody else is doing. Because I feel like that's 
again, that puts you back into a place of being stressed out because you're trying to people please and you don't have any um, direction with your own identity. I don't know. What, what do you guys think about that? No direction with your identity. I, I feel like like one, one of y'all said earlier, watching your neighbor, watching your neighbor. If do you like what you've heard so far? Don't forget to rate us and leave a comment to let us know what you think about the podcast. Now let's get into the second half of the conversation. If that's what you're doing constantly, it will burn you out. You won't know what your purpose was. You won't, no matter how many times to stop, realign, and refocus, you won't know what to focus on because you don't know what you want to do watching your neighbor. It'll burn you out and send you in the wrong direction. So I feel like knowing your purpose is what will um, help you understand your identity and what you're, what you can't, and being able to accomplish what you came to do. Right. That's I agree good. with that. Yeah. And I think too, being okay with um, like making a course correction. I think, you know, we start out sometimes and it's like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And we get stuck not knowing that it's going to require a few retakes, a few edits, you know, maybe even a complete do-over. But again, like Brooke was saying, you know, just going back to why you started and purpose, you know, we're always talking about purpose and our why. And, um, you know, sometimes we overcomplicate the why. Uh, The why doesn't have to be this deep thing. Um, It's just what's driving us. And anytime that question comes up it should be the same response you know so we shouldn't get so caught up in looking at what other people are doing not that you shouldn't network and not that you shouldn't you know expand your network and learn from other people but if you're constantly trying to do what those people are doing then it's it's going to it's going to burn you out also I agree with um Brooke and Danielle it will burn you out trying to um imitate if you will what other people are doing so it you have to remain focused on the vision that god gave you like what did he give you to do yes our paths like all of us our paths have crossed but each one of our i mean we have different purposes like everybody's purpose is different but at the same time there is a common goal, which is to point people to Christ, you know, and to encourage. So certain things will overlap, but at the end of the day, the purpose is still different, you know, for what God has called for each one of us to do. So that's good. So taking a point from all of you guys, like, you know, understanding, I think the other theme is just like purpose, stay in the course. I want to talk about stay in the course. So I'm going to take y'all back to enrolling in college, right? So thinking about where you're at today and your degrees and all of your education that you've had so far, when you, what would you do differently about your college years? Like, where, where would you focus or what would you, what classes would you take to prepare you for where you're at right now? So are you, you are... Are we paralleling this with our business or we're talking about, we're, we're literally talking about college? Oh, now that's a good one now because we could go two different ways. I want to hear it all. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I, I think in business, 
because I think business, you know, kind of prepares you for where you're at. But then also, you know, changing out those key experiences, where how would that have changed where you're at right now too? If you could have done something differently, what would that journey look like for you? I want to hear it all. I would have gone to law school. <laughs> that was something that I always aspired to. Uh, yeah, I would have pushed myself in that area. Now, granted, I did, you know, go on and get a couple other advanced degrees. And that's primarily because as an educator, you're not going to make a lot of money unless you do. <laughs> Let's just be honest. But I think that I would have not allowed fear. What happened was I took the LSAT and I didn't do as well as I um, wanted to do. I did okay. But I was comparing myself to, she was actually my sorority sister. She and I studied at the same time, took it at the same time. Jamie did far better than I did. And I just felt like, okay, she's going to have a much better opportunity at getting accepted somewhere. So I just kind of dropped it. I dropped, I dropped that dream. and. I feel like it's very much a driving force for me now because I, I, you know, promised myself I would never allow myself to get to a place where I stopped believing in my potentials, even if it didn't look like it was something that I could accomplish in that moment. You know, I could have gone back and taken it again. You know, I could have applied again. To this day, I could have applied. I just haven't. But it's it's interesting that you would ask that question because I, I for me, that is a driving force. Like. Moving forward from that place, I, I have really become very, uh, you know, I developed a lot of grit. And, you know, of course, my relationship with the Lord has definitely assisted, aided with that because I had to regain confidence, of course, because I never struggled with academics. I, you know, it was never a thing. I, I struggled probably more in undergrad because I hadn't really developed a lot of great study habits. Um, and so that's something that I had to go back and retrain myself. And especially when I went through graduate school and when I got the other um, licensure. But um, yeah, that's, that's, it's interesting that you would ask that question, Jessica. I think that's what I would have done differently for those various reasons. That's so relatable, Danielle, because how many people, they have the ability to do it, but it really comes down to the confidence to do it. I think from a business owner to even applying to a job to whatever it is, like stepping out on faith embedding on yourself is where a lot of people get hung up um but here's my thing too y'all Romans 8 and 28 all things work together so you know even with what you're saying like you it has helped develop you to become the person you are today and you're still pushing forward so you're going about purpose a different route right um but with that's the same very one, true yeah to complete complete the journey right just a different path I probably in college I hated math I couldn't get through it I tried I failed I tried I failed it was like a repeating cycle but I don't think I ever really sat down and got a tutor I don't think I did anything that I could have done to try to excel in that um in that subject so with that being said by my freshman soph in the sophomore year I um, just asked the advisor to find me a career path that doesn't have math in it. Anything that, that I has the basic math and I could get out of here. And I wish I would have just put more time into that because that um, I'm in supply chain, but that's not where I want it to be. It doesn't interest me. Um, it was just a way to get out. So I think if I would have put more um, belief in myself and more, um, Maybe if I would have had more people like what we're doing now to inspire me, push me, 
maybe it would have worked out. But yeah, if I could go back, that's what I would change. Listen, I think the same thing with Danielle, though. Everything that happened then is working out for you now. So we're going somewhere with this. Now, come on here, Marquita. What you got for us? (laughs) Don't put no pressure on me now. (laughs) And for the listeners, if you haven't noticed, I'm the silly one here. So... Um, for me, going back to college, honestly, when I first initially started college, it was difficult because if I can, um, let's see what Danielle said about, um, I guess just looking at everybody else, I had this notion like in my mind if you go to a two-year college, you need to be done in two years. If you go to a four-year college, you need to be done in four years. So I think for me, when I initially started um, college, of course, you know, they told me my mom made too much and we had to come out of pocket for me to start. You know, there was no financial aid assistance or anything like that in the beginning so I got a bit of a slow start and because I had that mindset I almost was just like I'm just going to work because I felt like it's going to take me forever to get done having to pay out of pocket but like you said everything works out um, in the end especially um, I had to change my mindset And to go back to what Brooke said about math, I don't know why they put me in advanced math in college, but they was looking at my scores and I feel like I should have started in in the remedial math because I was sitting there there like, what is this? (laughs) But yeah, um, I initially, honestly, when I started school, I wanted to go to school to be a physical therapist. That was my goal. I did all the paperwork, went to UAB and, well, University of Alabama, Birmingham. I know y'all not in Birmingham, so y'all probably didn't know. But um, went to UAB, and when I was ready to transfer, come to find out, they turned physical therapy from a bachelor's into a doctorate. So that completely changed my course. And I ended up going to school for healthcare management. But like Brooke said, that that's not what she wanted to do. That's not really what I wanted to do. It doesn't really bring satisfaction. It brought a paycheck, but at the same time, there's really no fulfillment in it um, for me. So, but for where I am now, I probably wouldn't change my journey because if I was to change something, I probably wouldn't have never met you ladies. I probably would have never started the business. You know, just a lot of little bitty things that you think about and be like that one change, you know, if I was to go back and make that one change, none of this would have happened, you know. So it's just those things that make me just grateful even though there were some struggles and hard times, it just makes me grateful for where I am. I love that. You can't change the past. You can only learn from it. They told us that on the Lion King, y'all. 
Rafiki told him you cannot. <laughs> Y'all, so we're on video, so they're laughing at me. So, anyways, <laughs> so understanding you can't change the past because I, I think when starting out with businesses, it's almost like going to college, right? You're learning so much and you start to change, right? Like you change your majors. I was that person. You um, experience difficult classes. We've all had that one. Um, we we get to a place and we thought we would have XYZ career, but life takes us somewhere different. And when you start out with the business, like you start out with this plan, you think it's going to work out this way. You think, you know, you're going to move quickly in this particular direction, or it may be your career. So you're listening to this and you're not a business owner. It could be your career. Like you go into it with, you know, this joy, like, you know, it's like the new kid on the block, you know, everything is going to work out. Certainly I'm not going to run into any obstacles. Right. And as you go through it, things start to hit you, like life starts to happen. And what was that, that great goal that I asked y'all about at the beginning of the call if you're not careful, like you'll start to chip away at that big vision and try to water it down to make sure other people are comfortable with it. And that you become comfortable with, you know, what seems achievable versus saying, okay, I know what God has placed in my heart and I'm going to go after that, even if I don't understand where I'm at today. So y'all, I think you're on to something. The journeys are inspiring. And even as you're talking, you're encouraging me. So I hope that the listeners are also encouraged by your story. So looking for it, right? So we we didn't we need to have another conversation because I want to go into childhood. Like I want to know, like were y'all out here with lemonade stands? What were you doing? Were you saying speeches at church like to prepare you for leadership? I need to know what was this, what were you doing? Because let me tell y'all, firmly believe that the church um in, in its purest form prepares you for life. Um, it prepares you to do the little things. Like I had this old little mother at church, y'all. She pulled me together. She was like, Sister Jess, you did a good job on your speech, but the next time you get up there, could you slow down so we can understand what you're saying? So when I present at work on my computer, I have a sticky tab that says, slow down and enunciate your words. Because that little girl <laughs> that she was talking to, she was a good old mother, y'all. She was like 90 years old then when I was like five but all of those things your childhood whatever it is like you know whatever you're, you learn at school and that's the reason Mark Quita said our children are our future so whatever you know you see as a child it starts shapes your view of the world as an adult so it's like your children really trying to overcome the things you saw as a child or you're trying to amplify the things you did well as a child so we're going to talk about that one day we're going to have to talk about these uh, businesses and how they're budding and the new things that are to come. But before we get off of here today, I have two questions left for you guys. What is your go-to quote, scripture, or even a person? Like, who do you go to for encouragement? What's that one source of uh, light for you? And then what's the best career advice you ever received? So let's start out with the first question. Favorite quote is something my dad used to always say. Uh, now, I have a number of favorite scriptures, but I uh, am probably my most favorite scripture is Jeremiah 29, 11. But something my dad would always say that really made me mad <laughs> uh, because he would say it when it was time for us to do a job or do something, do something around the house. He was really big on us taking initiative and being responsible 
and just being women of purpose. That's what he would always say. But he would the quote he would say is, when a job is first begun, never quit it till it's done. Be the labor great or small, do it well or not at all. So I always think of that. Like I've, I've taken that with me everywhere I go. As angry as it used to make me when I was younger, I realized what he was trying to instill in us is just giving our all, doing our best. And, um, you know, that's, and that's, he would always say, that's all I ask. That's all I ask of you is that you just do your best. So, um, you know, now in everything that I do, I try to make sure I do my best. Oh, that's a good one. I need to spill it. Um, I guess for me, like Danielle said, I have a plethora of favorite scriptures. <sighs> um, I guess one of my favorite scriptures or passages of scripture would be Psalm 121. You know, where it says, will I lift my eyes to the hills from whence come my help? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. The fact that he will not suffer my foot to be moved, that always encourages me. And I often love speaking with my um, grandparents because they've been in ministry for so long and the wisdom that they have, and they've just been living for so long. <laughs> But the wisdom that the wisdom that they have, you know, I appreciate it. Um, it's oftentimes I know my mom would say a lot, you know, when I tell her something that I've been told, or you know, she'd be like, "Oh, now the light bulb has come on. I've been saying that for years." <laughs> but you know, I guess it's just like that when it say when people say it takes a village, you know when you hear something sometimes it may not register in the beginning you know but to hear it again from somebody else it registers you know so that's probably my favorite scripture and I love speaking with my grandparents gotta love grandparents I think mine would be um Proverbs 3 5 trust in the Lord and don't lean on your own understanding seek him and he will direct your path. That is the only way I can figure out what I'm doing when I don't know what I'm doing. No, that's a good one, Brooke. And that's a good reminder because it seems like throughout all of our journeys here, one, our goal is to encourage others. Our goal is to, uh, another goal, coming thing is to be able to set no so that we can make sure that we are, ourselves are encouraged and able to carry forth the mission that Christ has placed on our hearts. We would change some things about, you know, our college days. So if you're trying to figure out what you're doing in college, just know that on the other side, success will still meet you. So just go through the journey. And the other thing is just enjoying the journey itself. Um, I know you ladies are only getting started with the great things that you're gonna accomplish. So. You have a friend in me. You have someone who is going to cheer you on along the way. So I'm excited. So before we end today, would you like to share what's going on with your business and how people can get in contact with you? Sure. I'll jump in. <laughs> yes, you can find Affirm You on Instagram, on Facebook, and um, you can follow both of those you can subscribe to receive a weekly devotional and um, you can email at hello at affirm-u-now.com 
The website includes all of the posted devotionals as well as merch and, you know, just a little bit about me at this time. But you can also follow Daily Becoming Accessories on Instagram at this time. It will be on Facebook soon and uh, the site will launch soon also. And again, I'm working to try to integrate these things into one. But for now, that is that's where you can find me. Come on here. You need a D-boy online. Danielle Boyd online. A hug. Brooke Marquita. Um, you can find me or follow um, me on Instagram at underscore image dot bears. And we're also on Facebook. Um, you can follow our page there as well. Um, both pages. The website is linked there. So you can go and visit our website to learn more about us, to learn about our business, and to shop. Um, and also, make sure you all connect with all of these ladies. Um, definitely connect, definitely follow, because God is doing some great things. And I could be found at www.truetoher2.com is where you can shop, check out the blog, and on Instagram at true to her underscore Facebook is just true to her. Y'all connect. You hear me? Because let me tell you, the, the platforms they've established, the information is encouraging. It's top notch. Um, and I'm not just saying that out of like a vain place. I really do feel like if you are just looking to add something else to your life that will um, be a source of inspiration, a source of hope a source of guidance, you need to connect with all of these ladies. And from a merchandise standpoint, y'all, the quality is good. I wear my Jessica shirt from True to Her all of the time. I wear my Image Bearer shirt all of the time. Top notch, you hear me? I remember when I opened the package up, Marquita, I'll never forget it. You could ask my sister, I was over here like, whoa. When I opened up my Jessica shirt, I was like, I'm going to sport this like no other. And Danielle, I drink out my cup almost every single day. Like, it is my go-to, along with the shirt. So my sister, I think she has something from all of y'all, too. So we, we around here promoting the brands because we truly believe in what you are um, promoting and who you are. So... This is just the beginning, guys. So with that, I hope you've enjoyed today's conversation. Be on the lookout. We have more. And if you haven't listened to our previous conversations on Instagram, go follow all of us and watch those videos. You'll learn more about the companies and what everyone has to offer. And that's all for today, guys. Take care. you enjoyed today's conversation it's always a great time when i get together with those group of ladies we've had other conversations before so make sure you go out to our instagram and go back and catch the replays of those conversations there are always little nuggets that are dropped when we get together so take a listen you guys know before we end the podcast we have to end with our church announcements so our first announcement is make sure you connect with us on instagram so follow us at the number five the letter p the letter s podcast that's at 5ps podcast also connect with us on linkedin so if you're looking for career tips 
or if you're just looking for advice or you want to even offer your perspective on how to advance in your career or in your business, we want to hear it. Connect with the community. So look us up on LinkedIn, um, searching for Promising Presence Curated Connections. Again, that's Promising Presence Curated Connections. And if you're not able to capture that or write it down, go back to the notes from this particular meeting on your streaming service and we'll have a link directly to that LinkedIn group. Last but not least, make sure you go out to Unique Treats to get your inspirational apparel and lifestyle goods. So we have something for everyone in your family. And if you're just looking for a trendy slogan or just something to pick you up on those days where you're needing a little motivation, we have something out there for you. So I appreciate your support. I appreciate your listens. I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate you sharing the word about the podcast. Everything you do helps us to grow, glow, and know together. I appreciate each of you. So with that, until next time, take care.